0: Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Empowered Conversations. I am so excited today. I have a very, very special guest here with me, face to face, actually, um, who I met not so long ago. Um, her name is uh, Armida crocolo Brugnoli, and she's an 87-year-old um, woman who is... You know, as she sits here in front of me, I could say she's um, full of full of life. And because she's full of life, I wanted to extract this fullness from her because I wanted to share her story. Now, before I share Armida's story, I firstly want to tell you how I met her because I meet all of my guest speakers Sometimes in a very interesting way. Sometimes I meet them on the streets. Sometimes I meet them, like I met Armida in my acupuncturist office. So she sees, uh, we see the same acupuncturist, Leo Viola, who um, is an incredible. Um, a practitioner. And oftentimes when I've been in the room, she's been next door and Armida speaks quite strongly and loudly because that's who she is. I could often hear what's going on in the room next door. Yes. And she's often telling Leo just to take it a bit easy. Yes. <laughs> And I inquired about Armida. I said, who is that? Because Leah would come in and he would say, I tell her not to speak so loud because she'll scare my patients. And I'll say to him, I'm not scared. I'm interested. <laughs> who is this woman? Anyway, so let me tell you, this is how we've come to meet. As he shared with me a little bit about her story um and you'll which you'll soon hear about you'll understand why I wanted to meet this woman so she's here in my office in Leichhardt and we're about to embark on her own journey so Armida uh, as they say in Italian benvenuti welcome
1: grazie thank you
0: <laughs> my pleasure I thank you for allowing me to have this interview with you can I
1: just uh, tell you that how I met Leo myself? Please. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I met Leo something like 35 years ago. I had my own business, translation, of course, and I met JP. So I had a bit of, of uh, I was I was busy at the time. And Leo, one day I woke up, I could not walk. So a friend of mine told me, you know, there is a fellow in Leichhardt. Uh, don't look at him, but when he opens the door, because you'll be scared. But he's got golden hands. So I went there. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> I, I rang the bell, and I see this fellow. <laughs> <laughs> how do you say? He's
0: got like a little hump, because he's got yeah, scoliosis. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, I said, Oh my God. I said, <laughs> You know, I, w- I went. I went in bent, I got up, I got out standing.
0: Yeah. He's got golden
1: hands. And from that there from that day on we became friends. I did some work for him. I did some he 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 was always studying, so I was translating his thing. I was preparing on the computer. Anyway, we became friends. And now he's looking after my, I've got macula, and he's looking after my eyes. He's trying, he's put me in the around the eyes, and that's why I'm screaming.
0: Because it is painful. Sometimes it can (laughs) be. No, it's not
1: very painful, but uh, (laughs) I'm not, I'm used to screaming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's a screamer in a good sense. So, um, Armita, tell me about you. Tell me where your life started.
1: Long time ago. <laughs> I, I'll try to remember. I'm, I'm writing. I'm writing a, a story of my life for my grandchildren. I've got two grandchildren. Curtis is 19 now is today, and uh, Electra is 17, and uh, they asked me to write something. So I'm writing, and that's why I remember. I was born in Egypt, in Alexandria, beautiful city. Uh, at the time, it was uh, under protectorate uh, English and French. So I did all my study in French. Uh, I, uh, and English, of course. I started, kindergarten, I went to the, uh, I was uh, five years old, and uh, I went to the uh, Sacred uh, Heart Sisters. And the war broke up, and uh, my father was taken prisoner because he was Italian in a, in an English territory. Mm. So he was taken to prison for four years uh, away from that. Uh, very far away, and th- those four years were very hard for my mother. For of course, because children they adapt, but uh, my mother was really she had had hard time. Anyway, after those four years. Uh, Uh, my father when he came back I was already 10, almost 10 years old my brother when he went uh, prisoner my brother was only 14 months Mm -hmm. he didn't know my father Mm -hmm. when my father came back he hated my father because he didn't want him to be close to my mother he was attached to we had a bit of problems at the very beginning anyway after that uh, after that things uh, Picked up my father. He was a, a, a an accountant, so he went. Uh, he he started uh, working for like uh, a, a big company. Then he, put, he he started his own business. He was an expert in cotton. Egypt was a, a mm. cotton thing, so he did some study on cottons and uh, and uh, we were well off. We had a nice villa, three dogs. My mother. <laughs> We were a happy happy family, really. And uh, I I studied, I liked study, and my father did not really, was not uh, the old-fashioned uh, person. He taught me to drive when I was 15. Wow. So at the time, it was really something unbelievable to have a car, first of all, and, and, and a little girl to drive. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in Egypt... Uh, you you could buy, you could buy a driving license. <laughs> my father came one day when I was seventeen. He, he put it on the table. He said, "This is your driving license, oh. and, uh, and of course, be careful." I said, oh, "Well, I haven't got a car yet. Well, you're driving my car." And that's that's how I got my first license, okay. driving license. Yeah, I was seventeen, and uh, I don't know what he told told the people because you know you could buy them with uh, five shillings. Right, and uh, it was very easy.
0: Incredible.
1: Then uh, what happened? Then I, I got uh, I got my my uh, license, my uh, driving license. I got uh, my uh, HSC in French. It is mm. called the baccalauréal. Yeah. And then I went to the uni- university for the French university. I had to go to Cairo. My father did not want to send me to Cairo, so I went to the National University in Alexandria. Only very little women were there. Maybe it was five or six against all the men. Wow. Uh, and uh, in the second year, Gamal uh, Nasser took power and he threw he he threw all the Europeans out of the country. Wow. So I was the first one to go. My father sent me to Italy because we were Italian citizens in a, we were, my father was born there, my grandfather was born there, my great grandfather was born there in, in wow. Alexandria. My mother was born there, and although that we, we could not get the Egyptian, uh, Egyptian passport,
0: Interesting. only
1: all the Muslims could get the Egyptian passport. Mm. So we, we kept our nationality resident in Egypt. So with my Italian passport, my father said, go, go to Italy. He sent me on a boat to go to Italy. I was 20, 22.
0: By yourself?
1: But they joined me after. Because he had, they had to sell the house. He could not sell it because they uh, uh, he uh, nationalized everything. He nationalized uh. my father's job, my father's company, the house. We we could get only very little of what all my family, my family worked in Egypt for generations. And uh, my my father died at sixty-two, of of really. Heart attack because he he could not accept that the pain. He was more Egyptian, than Italian.
0: Yeah, that.
1: And yeah. Uh, when he saw that everything was taking out of him, he was go- he got sick.
0: Yeah. Anyway, wow. you
1: know, this is the sad story of my, of my father. Mm. My mother was a different person. She she could cope with all, any relationship. Well, she coped with the war. She coped with everything. And uh, we we went to Italy, all of us with my father. I found I found a job immediately because I knew five languages, I knew Arab, Greek, I was speaking Greek but not writing.
0: But how come?
1: Because my mother was a friend, with a, her best friend was a Greek, she had a son three months after my birth, so we grew up together, he did not want to speak Italian so I spoke Greek. And I learned Greek. I was speaking Greek like Italian. Oh, my goodness. French, I did my study in French. English, I, st- I had second language English English. Yeah? And uh, Italian. French, English, Italian, Greek, and Arabic. Wow. So when I went to Italy, it was very easy for me to find a job. I found a job immediately and well-paid compared to the others. So I was a bit... The people were... I was not very, very, very well-accepted by the rest of the... As usually, I mean, uh, I was, I was uh, a migrant. I was not Italian. I was coming from something somewhere else. Mm. They threw us out of the country, so we, we had to go either to Australia, Canada, it, Italy, because we were Italian. Yeah. Uh, where else in the in the in the in the fifties? Fifties.
0: Okay, so this was fifties, right? Yeah, yeah
1: it was fifty uh 54 54 so so you were not well accepted not not really i had a bit of trouble as i had a bit of trouble when i came to australia as well because of the, the knowledge of the languages even in australia and i we stayed in rome for 18 years
0: so you, were, you had an advantage and people didn't like exactly, that.
1: Exactly. Okay. Oh, but uh, here it was, I was accepted after six months. I was, I was one of them. But in Italy it was a bit harder. In the 50s it was harder because the people were starving at the time. Huh? Mm. They were just starting after the war. Mm. And I, got, I, I get there and I get a big job.
0: And what was that?
1: Uh, secretary with five languages, with three at least three languages written and write, written and spoken. Wow! So it it was really big at, at the time. Now everybody speaks English in Italy because mm-hmm. the computer came in, the website came in. Mm-hmm. They all, they don't, they all. They, mm-hmm. It's a different story now. Anyway, uh, after that there was a, a sort of a revolution in Rome. Moro was taken. Moro was one of the prime ministers at mm-hmm. the time. In uh, that was in the seventy seventy eight seventy eight, and uh, my son was born four years ago. My son was born in seventy four. I got married twice. Once uh, in uh, in Egypt, I did, the marriage did not last with an Italian. I, we are very friends now. In Rome. <laughs> wow! But. Uh, uh, My second, uh, my second uh, husband was a table tennis player. Okay. Table tennis. Uh. Because I won the Italian title in 1968. I was already 35. Wow. Yes, I won the Italian title.
0: You started to play table tennis early on. You were quite young. I
1: started table tennis at home. We had a table at home, Mm. with my father, my mother, my brother, my friends. But we were playing. uh, Okay. Yeah, because we had a very, very big villa. We had the we had the the, the room for <coughs> dedicated for the sport.
0: Yeah.
1: <coughs> Sorry, there was a, uh, we had the um, skatings. We had uh, uh, so we had a table with the with the red net and we used to play table tennis. Fantastic. I was Ten, eleven years old, something like that. Okay.
0: But you won, you won the... I won the
1: Italian title, title. in 68. Wow. Because, <laughs> because table tennis for me was uh, the game of the of the de la parroquia, of the church. <laughs> and I was playing tennis. I, I, I love tennis. Uh, what do you uh, mean
0: by that? Tell me that. What do you mean? Who? What do you mean it was the ta- table tennis was... Table
1: tennis was not important. It was something that uh, we play for a, for a piece of cake like this. Uh, ah. Uh, and, and I was gifted, and I didn't know. Okay. Because it, it was not important for me. Important was tennis on the court.
0: Okay. And
1: that uh, and was not that good, unfortunately. I had <laughs> I had my, my uh, 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 what do you call it, the trainer every day. My father was playing a t- every day, every half an hour with my trainer, and then under the sun, 40 degrees, I didn't care, I liked, but when the first tournament came on, I won the, I won the junior, but then the senior, no, I I was uh, down all the time, so, and one day, from the tennis court, they took me to the hospital, because I had, appendicitis crisis, and I had to, 40 days, I could not play tennis, so what I, (laughs) I, I wanted to go to the club, so we, could play table tennis with the, my hand like this, and one day, forty days I could not play tennis. One day there was a fellow that he came. He said, "Listen, uh, I'm a I'm a, a table tennis trainer. I see that you you're gifted." I said, "Listen, please forget about it." No, no. Well, listen. He was an Italian in the Italian uh, in, it, in the Italian uh, um, club. There was one Italian club only called Appia. And he said, "This. why don't you come? I said, no, I've, I've, no, I'm not in there. So one day it was raining. I said to my friend, could you take me to the Appian Club? Because there is a fellow there that he thinks that I'm good. I said, well, why not? I went there. I played. After two weeks there was a tournament. I won it. Wow. So he said, you see? You're better in table tennis. Ah, oh, don't talk about tennis. I was very, very touchy for the tennis. Yeah. But then from there it was easier. I did not have to train. After. <laughs> it was coming easily. I won. I won in Alexandria. I won the junior. Then the year after I won the single, the ladies' double and the mixed double. Mm. I've got, I, I'll show you one day the photographs of all the, the medals and the things. And from that, from that day on. Table tennis
0: took place. You still play ta- table tennis, yeah, but
1: oh yes, 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 yeah. Oh yes, I won. I, I don't know how many medals. I, I cannot count them. <laughs> medals and trophies. And uh, one day I'll make the photographs. I'll see. I'll show you. Yeah, it's something unbelievable. Yeah. My grandchildren say I'm very proud of you. Oh, bless them. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they should be proud of you. But um, tell me this: what's kept you playing? Do you love it?
1: It was, uh, I was gifted. That's it. Uh, I did not, I can, I, I am a person that cannot suffer for, to get something. If it comes easily, okay, otherwise it does. <laughs> so it was coming easy. Uh, and you I don't did, I did have to suffer to get, uh, to get there.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. That's a very different way of doing things, yes,
1: right? True, true,
0: true. But it sounds like also languages, learning languages comes easy to you.
1: Like this was also a gift because in Egypt, we all spoke more than one language, everybody. Mm. And I was educated, so I went to the university and they had more. I mean, the languages, I knew them more than other people. Everybody says the people that were born here. Oh, we speak very loud. They speak and say hello, hello. But I can write and read because I I was educated.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go back. You were in Italy. How long were you in Italy before? Eighteen
1: years. They uh, they took more. More was the that minister that uh, was killed. And uh, at the time there was the red brigade. They do it. They were doing a lot of damage. He and my son, he was uh, three years old, my mother used to get to the pension of the post office. And one day, I was at the office, I heard that the post office where my mother used to go, was, uh, the brigade were there, and oh, my heart was going. On. So I said, I said to my husband, why don't we leave? Let's go to Australia. Mm-hmm. So it was, at the time it was easy. We went to the uh, embassy, we, uh, I spoke English, uh, he did not, but it did did matter. And we came to Australia.
0: And what about mum and dad? What about your parents? They
1: came. Okay. They, I, I, uh, I sponsored them. Oh. I came in June. I sponsored them. They came in December.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Okay.
1: So my, then my, they stayed here two years. And my brother came. And my my brother and myself, we were both working for Qantas. Oh. So we had the flights as well. Oh, As I said, three... Three languages, three uh, secretary, three, uh, with three languages. It it really opens doors. I was writing all the in flight announcements <laughs> in Italian, in French, in Spanish, because at the time at the university, two years of Spanish, I forgot. Now I forgot. And I, I used to do all the flight. Uh, so I was in a very good position.
0: What was the hardest thing when you came here? You said. Not being accepted. And the
1: hardest thing was, uh, <laughs> first of all, I came here, okay, I came here in February the first time because I won a ticket, an airline, airline ticket Air India. I was working at the, at the airport in Rome with Air the, India. I won a ticket, so I won a ticket from Rome, Bombay, Rome. So I paid the difference because I had some friends here. I did Rome, Bombay, Sydney in 1970, February 1970. And uh, I, oh, I there was a championship, table tennis championship February. It was summer. <laughs> it was so beautiful. So I uh, I wrote a, um, a, a letter to my brother. I said, this uh, that climate is like Egypt. It's so beautiful. It, uh, it's uh, plenty of work. So I said, go to the embassy and try to get some. And when I was there, I went to a um, hiring company, mm-hmm. and they said I gave them my curriculum. Said I've got a couple of jobs for you. You want to? Hear? I said no, I'm, not, I'm here on holidays. If I come back, and there was two jobs immediately wow. when I was on holiday.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. So
1: very well, played, paid, paid etc. So we went back and uh, we got the, the very easy. We got the permanent resident. We, I came by uh, plane in June. My brother and his family came in September, and my father and mother came in in, in uh, December. So we were all here. Mm. And the first house I had in Wilton Street in Bondi, Bondi, Bondi <laughs> Beach. But then, when I started, I came here on the twenty-third of June, the second of July, I was working for Quanta's. Wow! And I and I I I had to hire a car as well. I I bought a car over the weekend and over the weekend from Bondi was to the airport to see the. I didn't know I didn't know how to drive on the left hand side first of all, how to go to the airport. I was going up and down and crying on the way back. I could never find my way. Then finally, I got. uh, I started working at Qantas on the third of July. My boss was. swiss so he was a european and uh i have to tell you this story this is very very funny <laughs> so uh, i went well, before i left rome and i had i i went to a lady and she did a cup three three uh suits pants, and talk.
0: she made them
1: and so so the first day i went it was winter <laughs> Uh, my boss uh, didn't say anything. The next day he came. Listen, Almina, uh, no, but uh, we, we, I was in, I was. Uh, he, the it was a bit the administration building was a ground floor, big. Uh, there were one, two, three, five secretaries and five bosses behind in, in the office. Five phones on the table. When the, when another phone was ringing and there was no the one there, I was going hello. There. When my one nobody would take it up. No, the, none of the four girls there. So this was the, the way that they were studying me. Because anyway. mm. after that we became friends. We are still friends now. Oh wow! Home. So the next day my boss came and he said me that. Uh, Somebody rang me from the staff department. You cannot wear the trousers. Have I mean, you bothered? No, ladies are not. Uh, no, no, don't tell me. Don't tell me that. No, no, I cannot accept that. <laughs> and, and a week after he came, he said, "Listen, I mean, I'm in trouble because uh, my boss tells me to get rid of you because you don't you don't abide by the rules. Why don't you go and talk to the staff department?" Okay, so I went to the staff department. A fellow behind behind the desk was short as <laughs> me. He had shorts here, <laughs> socks up to here. He looked horrible.
0: He had socks up to and his I knees. Said,
1: Excuse me. Uh, if rules are, you have to change the rules. I mean, the, what what are you talking about? <laughs> you want you to take them off? I said, well, listen, listen, lady. The rules are rules. You have to abide by the rules. I said, good well, listen, even Mary Stewart changed the rules in the in the very old times, because the rules are changing with the times. And I'm sorry. So <laughs> I took off my pants in front of him. I put it on better. And I had this mini skirt like this.
0: <laughs> so here, yeah. I mean Armina, you put you took the pants off in front of him and what? Did you put it
1: no, I had the had suit.
0: Okay. The
1: so top and the, the I took off the pants and the, the suit was just uh, very meaning. The jacket and was I a meaning. I said, is that better? Oh, mamma mia. He looked at me and said, okay. <laughs> and, okay. So I went back to the, everybody was laughing <laughs> with my pants on the head. And my boy said, what's happened? Well, he didn't like, I don't know. If he likes my legs, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I rang uh, one of my friends. I, I, I was already in the team of the table tennis team of the immediately already in Sydney. On Qantas table tennis.
0: Ah, team. so Qantas had a table tennis oh, team. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, we travelled. We went to Japan. We went to New Zealand, playing table tennis. Yeah. So <laughs> I rang the my uh, my boss of the table tennis. Said, listen. Uh, 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 Fred I I had a problem today I don't, oh, no don't don't worry you why, 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 you don't know what I'm talking about I'm I'm almost naked in the office I said well, <laughs> well good luck to them <laughs> I, I was young at the time so I went home <clears throat> the next day <clears throat> I did not put a pad I put a normal dress and my phone rings and Anne... and the, daughter, the wife of the my boss says, listen, what happened? You know that they changed the rules of New South Wales? We can wear pants now? I said, oh, he didn't like my legs. <laughs> 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 I changed the rules of New South Wales. Hang on,
0: Armida, from that moment, yes. because you did that, the rules were... The next
1: day. The next, the next day. day. He, the, there was a, 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 an announcement. That women could wear pants in the in the office. In, Incredible! In the New South Wales, New South Wales uh, public service. Wow! In the other they could public service they could not.
0: Wow! Because of your yeah. funky well, legs. My, my boss,
1: <laughs> my boss, who is uh, almost <laughs> old as me, he comes once uh, we, once uh, every six months in Sydney. He's, uh, yeah, he is in Sydney, but he's a uh, far away. He's yeah. near Cronalla. Uh, yeah, he rang me. that. I mean that. I, mean, uh, I always remember what's happened. I always say everybody that you change the rules of yourself.
0: <laughs> incredible, incredible. So you you're you've always been the one to challenge rules.
1: It was so, so stupid. You should see. He, he was ridiculous, <laughs> and he tells me that I cannot wear a. Pair. There was Marilyn, a girl in the office <laughs> that used to have mini, minis, mini, mini, mini. And you could see when she had her period, which was terrible. Oh, goodness gracious. Thought, this is allowed that I'm not allowed to wear. What is the problem? A bit I had crazy. the same problem with the table tennis here also, with the with bike the, shorts. They, could not, I, they were not allowed. By. I said, listen, I'm over 50. I cannot wear a bike short. No, 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 it's too sexy. Too sexy? My shorts are too sexy. Wow. I, and, and I had the problem here. The same thing, and then they have to change it, of course.
0: Of course, because Armida no, you challenged. To, it, it, it's logic.
1: It's logic. It, yeah. You cannot go against logic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, Armida. <laughs> I would love to have been a fly on the wall, you know, in your life at different yeah. stages.
1: <laughs> I am happy as I am. As, a, as, a, as I am now, I'm happy because my life uh, got me here. Yeah. But how can you tell people to, what to do and how to do it? It's very difficult. Yeah. Everybody is different. My, my son is different from me. My kids also are different. But uh, they, they've got, I gave my son the right directions. Now, if he doesn't follow them, it's his problem. Now my son is uh, 46 Mm -hmm. I had it when I was 41. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm I'm very proud of of them because they are doing the right thing.
0: By them? The kids
1: and the the boy, 19, he's at the university, is doing very well. And Electra is having her HSC these days. And she's very, very very good too. Okay. So So, I'm glad that uh, I gave them the right direction. Yeah, but again, for other people it's different because I've got I've got a friend that is uh, 82, and she's completely different. She is her mind is in the bank. Uh, her grandson must respect her. I said no. If mm. you if you deserve respect, yes. If you don't deserve, I, I don't think you deserve.
0: You said it to her. Yeah. So you're someone who will speak your truth. You will say what you feel and think. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, but is that something that you were always like that?
1: Yes, unfortunately, yes, because I had some troubles because i was uh, they they called me Jean d'Arc, John Jean of Arc, when I was at school, when I was very ten years old, because I was always protecting the 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 uh, the people that need protection, and uh, they called me Jean d'Arc. So, you, so I was uh, I was I was like this when I was uh, very little.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. You, you protected them. I
1: went in them. trouble so many times for I mean, in, at school, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 from other kids. But
1: the teachers, the teachers, they all liked me because I could do any sport very well. And at our school, we we started school at twenty past eight, and we finished at five past four uh, twenty past five in the afternoon.
0: That's a long day.
1: Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, that's why. When my cousin was talking to me the other day, she said, our children, they don't know what we did for the study. We had long hours, long hours. And of course, we we had to, we learned something more than them, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at 20 past five, whoever wants to do sport would stay another couple of hours. And I was always there. My oh. father used to pick me up at seven thirty in the after- afternoon. Oh my gosh, yeah. what a long
0: day! Oh, yeah, but, it was- but you loved it. Oh yeah! Wow. Okay. Wow. And so, what your kids? What are What do your kids do now? What are they? Your children?
1: My, well, one, children, one, one child. Your one. Your son. He 40, he's forty-six. I really did not want any children, but my husband then said, Listen, you are forty. You are going to miss something if you don't. Uh, yeah. So he he nearly he did not force me, but he 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 convinced me, mm. and uh, we had the Then I was expecting another one. I lost him because I had the flu, and, mm. uh, and it was another boy I lost him. I lost him when I was four months old. Mm. Mm. Four months of pregnancy.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then, and then ended up having a smaller family. Okay. Ian
1: was uh, brought <coughs> brought up by my mother because I was working. When we came here, he was four years old. He went. Uh, he at the time they to go to the kindergarten. He had to have four months and four years and nine months. So nine months he spent with my mother at home. Mm-hmm speaking Italian, of course. He speaks very well Italian, he writes Italian. And uh, and watching TV, so he learned English by TV. And uh, my mother brought him. My mother took him to school, he took him back home, he cooked for him. And uh, she died when he was uh, 17. That day, I didn't see Ian cry, but when I came back from the hospital and said, donna uh, has gone, he closed the door of his room, his father called, him, he said, come, we, have, we can have some, after a couple of hours, we have some lunch. No, I don't want any lunch, thank you. And he was playing the guitar. And then uh, in the afternoon, he went outside in the garden and he started painting something. He painted the uh, thing. And then he told me, mom, it would have been easy for you if you knew how to play an instrument. Because playing the guitar helped me to get through the day. Wow. Wow. Uh, it was very touching really. Yeah. Because I didn't see any 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 tears from his eyes, but uh, he closed the door and he was playing in the hours.
0: Mm, it's interesting that he he dealt with yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. guitar.
1: It was a good idea. Accepting, wow. accepting. Yes,
0: yeah. Armida, I'm I'm very touched by your life. You know, when I look at you, I think you're this, you are this modern age woman. Say okay. <laughs> moderna. See? Si. Si? Um, but like you're from the past, but you're 87, but say moderna. Yeah, yeah.
1: My, my mind is still there. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm not like the, the rispetto, no, il vecchio non merita, rispetto se non lo merita. You have, You have to earn respect. Uh, There is a very good book written by uh, Eduardo de Filippo. I don't know whether you heard the name. No. Eduardo de Filippo is a uh, a Neapolitan writer. He wrote beautiful things, uh, all all, uh, theater things, uh, movies. And he wrote a book saying, I capelli bianchi. If you read it, you see that I capelli bianchi don't mean a thing. You must deserve it. It's not the white hair that. Yeah. And uh, Louisa, my friend, she's uh, ah, ah, no, we don't Dave.
0: Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so, um, you you mentioned something. I just want to ask you about this. You mentioned you were were you acting in the theatre as well? I know your cousin acted. Your cousin um is a famous actor. But did you act in a the theater? Yeah, I, I
1: did. I did.
0: Tell me I about did, that.
1: Yeah, I did uh, two long, uh, <laughs> two long films—one in Italian, one in Arabic—and then I did uh, commercials, uh, three or four commercials in Arabic. The movies—the uh, first movie, La Spagnola—it was called. It was at uh, on, uh, on the big cinema, and uh, the other one was called—I uh, can't remember the name. <laughs> uh, uh, I was a, an Egyptian grandmother with a veil. Wow! <laughs> Speaking Arabic. Uh, yes, it went on uh, Bankstown. It was the first uh, projection was in Bankstown. Plenty of people. They asked me for the autograph. <laughs> it was very good. It was in the uh, in the year two thousand was uh, Spaniola. and in the year two thousand and uh, or I think I did the the long one that went in the movies. The commercial, I I did one uh, three months ago, but it's for, for, uh, on a wheelchair.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, that (laughs) would have
1: been fun. uh, For uh, New Zealand.
0: But how? How did you have this opportunity?
1: Okay. The movies, theater, I did some theater on stage as well. The stage started like this the 80s, Italian, Italian style. Uh, they asked me to help the uh, director. I said, okay. And then there was a one lady, do I said, no, no, you have to do it like this. And I went, and then he said, well, you are going to do it. No, you are going to do it. I'm sorry. And then it was a big success. Wow. It was in 19... Uh, Eighty, I think it was, or 70. Eight, 80, mm. 82, or 80, something like that. And then after that, I did another one in Italian, another two in Italian. Then, then somebody showed me. They called me and said, "Listen, we've got a, we've got a, 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 a an English play, but it's a <clears throat> for the community." I said, "Well, I don't care. I don't need the money." I was working the, at the time, so I did a work on the community. it was very good we we stayed to stage in uh, redford uh-huh yeah
0: oh incredible and it
1: was in english it was uh, something about the war, something that I remember I had, I had i had a doll in my hands. I can't remember the whole play anyway yeah i did uh, yeah, i st- yeah i I was on stage a few times
0: what a life, huh. Very that different. Was,
1: that was good. Yeah, that was. I was still working. Huh? <laughs> that was not my work. When I did the uh, the long films, I I, I got a, 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 enough money to do the round the world trip. Fantastic. the trip. So
0: Fantastic. Was, yeah. Wow.
1: From Canada to all over the place.
0: So you've traveled a lot as well. You've, tra- you've traveled a lot.
1: Ah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, tra- I traveled table tennis. In Italy I knew all the small towns, small uh, cities in Italy. In Egypt we went to Lebanon when I was a junior yeah. and uh, here in Australia <coughs> from here I uh, no no sorry uh yeah, with the with the <coughs> veterans with the start it, the veterans started uh, over uh, forty. So we started from over forty. We went to uh, England, Norway, wow, uh, it, uh, Greece, uh, Canada, and then in Canada I had a, I had a friend of them from Egypt and we travelled I stayed one month in Canada. Wow. We travelled all over the place. It was so beautiful.
0: Wow. So how, how old were you when you did this? Well,
1: in Canada, in Canada was the year two thousand. So I was uh, uh, <laughs> uh, over seventy. Almost my, yeah. seventy. Okay,
0: over seventy. Um, tell me this, Armida, Are you still learning?
1: I'm still learning.
0: Yeah, about life, about <coughs> people, about. Listen,
1: you learn from a little child every day. Every you, 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 you never, you, you never have the last page of the book. Never. So, As I said, uh, now this Harrison is a is a son of a of a daughter of a, a table tennis player. He's four years old. I learned from, from, you know, sometimes I, I don't I didn't know that Harrison. Come on, come,
0: <laughs> <laughs> come and come Tell me, um, tell me, tell me. What are the things that you are still learning? I'm I'm just interested. Tell me, share what you're
1: life you still mm. learn how to live I mean it's difficult to live you know especially in the, that season of uh, the virus mm. I I am taking it very carefully I'm not uh, I've got a mask I go in the shop with a mask but it is worrying mm. and mm. Uh, we we cannot have a big big uh, society I mean with the better better my friend that is the grandmother of the Harrison. She, she cannot play table tennis anymore. She's younger than me. She's five years younger, but she's uh, got problems. And mm. She walks with a stick. <laughs> but we still see each other every Tuesday. We have a, we go to the park. I bring my dog. She brings her grandson. And we have a chance.
0: Beautiful. I mean, you're 87. You're, every day you just take life as it comes. Is there anything else that you'd love to do before you leave... <laughs> Planet.
1: Yes, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think every day of uh, of the day that I'll go. Every day I think about it. Do you? It's, uh, because yeah. it's uh, very close. Yeah, very close. Tell me about that. And uh, I'm not scared. I'm I'm a bit curious. I always tell my my niece that I I uh, I grow I I grow I my niece Monica. She's uh, 57. And I, I tell her every day, when I go, I said, You're not going. When I go, it will be soon because I'm 87. Anything could happen. I could fall in the street. I could get under a car. I could uh, could have an accident. Any I said, Yes, but you're, you're, I'm healthy. Okay. Everybody could die every, any moment. Yeah, but me, yeah, more than everybody else. <laughs> I said, I don't want to hear that. No, oh, you have to hear that. It's the- because I'm, I'm in Vanuatu. I cannot come to the... Well, you're, I don't want anyone to the funeral, okay? Yeah. <laughs> my son, I speak to him, and I said, listen, Ian, uh, for my funeral, I had to put some money away, but I had to take the money because it, uh, the last month it was so difficult. I had to pick up. They haven't got the money for the funeral anymore. They don't (laughs) don't worry about the funeral. I said, well, do me an Arabic funeral. Put me me in a sheet under a tree. No, we cannot do that. We cannot do that. Uh, Well, I I, I want to be cremated. No, No, you're not. I want to be cremated. What are the ants going to eat? (laughs) <laughs> so, you, so we talk about it yeah. very, very easily Yeah,
0: it's light hearted
1: I told my grandson when he was uh, was 10 years old I said, you know Curtis one day I won't be here anymore but you want to talk to me you go in, in the evening you go. You look at the sky you take one star, you talk to the star oh. and I listen. and uh, two tears came down I no, I will miss you I said, listen, i how old are you, Nona? I'm 75. It's pretty old, but you can live up to 100, 120. <laughs> Who is going to look after me, Curtis? I will, do Oh, bless. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs>
0: I love what you said to him. Look up in the sky, pick yes, a star. I,
1: pick a star, talk to the star, and it will come to me. I would miss you, <laughs> Wow,
0: that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful, yeah. and I bet he'll yeah. do that. This is uh,
1: this is my life.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing they that, Admida. Armida, I wish you whatever life is left that you continue living it the way you've lived it. You've inspired me in who you are as a person. Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrosi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful, and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations.